Spirituality creates influence in the church, but success gives you greater influence in the marketplace. And make no mistake about it, the marketplace is the primary concern for the expansion of the kingdom. Welcome to 83K Nation. Dr. Keith Johnson here, your Christian success strategist. This show is all about empowering you with the strategies, skills, tactics, and tools to help you reach your next personal, professional, and financial summits to increase your influence, impact, and income fast. Your spirituality gains you influence in the goldfish bowl called the church. If you can preach, if you're good at playing the keyboards, the drums, the guitar, if you can sing, you can pray. The church is just the goldfish bowl. Woo, I'm popular in the goldfish bowl when there's a whole world out there. So your spirituality gains you no influence in the marketplace. They don't care that you live for God. They don't care that you go to church. The world only cares about one word. One word gets you influence in the world and that's it. What is it? That's it. Well, I don't want to be successful. Then that means you want to have no influence. Hello, 83K Nation. In this season of my ministry, I'm mandating the church to focus on the most important, powerful evangelistic tool we have today, success. It's time we experience spiritual, relational, professional, and financial wealth. Why is this important? Spirituality gives you influence in the church, but success gives you influence in the marketplace. Make no mistake about it, the marketplace is the primary concern of the advancement of the kingdom of God. My heart is to equip you to break free from the middle class and increase your impact, influence, and income fast. I want to take you into a live session I did called Success School. I know you're going to be challenged and changed by this message. What is this? The word. What is a word? A picture. A word is nothing more than a description of a picture. What is this? A picture of people's stories. Starting with the Pentateuch, Pentateuch, however you want to call it, the first five books of the Bible is what I say because I... This is a book of stories of men of God who had super success. It's also a book of people who failed. That's why it's a beautiful book. It gives us a picture of both the successes of great men of God and women of God. And it also gives us pictures and stories of stupid stuff. That man of God did. Because you can't have wisdom without seeing both sides. So this book is a book of wisdom. What to do, what not to do. It's a book of wisdom. Watch. 
full of promises of prosperity, promises, I'm going to bless you. You're going to be successful. You're going to be somebody. Come on now. And it's also a book of warnings. Hey, be careful. Hey, be careful when you go into that land of flowing with milk and honey and I give you houses. Houses. Everybody say houses. Not teepees. Not trailer parks. Not apartments. What do you say? Houses. When you go into that place, be warned. Don't forget the Lord your God. Don't forget the man who did it. Come on now. But what do we have? We have a culture of men of God who only preach the warnings and are trying to scare you from becoming successful, from becoming rich. And here's, 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 what, I, here's what I want to tell you. God wants you to become super successful. Everybody say super. super. What is success? It's the progressive achievement of a God-intended dream, purpose, and goal that defies the ordinary. Because it's super. I didn't say successful. I said what word? Because what does super mean? Over and above. So success is the progressive achievement of a God-intended dream, the purpose for your life, and a goal that defies every odd. My brother over here, what? The top what, what'd you say? The top 25 fastest growing businesses. And he's over there, oh. <laughs> I never imagined it. That's called super. That's over and above. It makes you go, wow, that's wild. This is the kind of life God wants us to live. Now, think about this. Because everybody's talking. We hear all this talk. Influence, 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 influence conferences 2014. Influence, 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 right? Leadership is influence. Well, okay. But what gives you influence? Think about this. Who has the most influence in our culture? If I say Oprah Winfrey, does she have any influence over people? She holds up a book. Buy this book, you're a millionaire. Is that influence? How about Taylor Swift? She got some influence over people's minds? Mm-hmm. She'll soon be a billionaire really quick. She already is now. She is now. I know she's close. I, I heard 900, but okay. She's already a billionaire. Uh, T.D. Jakes. Let's, let's throw out some spiritual guys. Donald Trump, you think of what? Success. Money. How do you become, 
how, how did a how how did a casino guy who owned casinos become the president of the United States and Christians vote for him? Made money off of taking advantage of people gambling. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into polit- politics, but I, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, if you just think about this, right? How does he do it? Because he was successful. Elon Musk. See, have influence? Check out his Twitter account. Oh, yeah, he has influence. You won't let me talk, I'll just buy Twitter. I didn't see no preacher doing that. I didn't see no preacher having influence conferences do that. Why? Because they ain't got no money. What's the common trait with all these people? Do they have influence? Yes or yes? But what else do they have? Money, but what else do they have? This is the school of what? They have success. And because they have success, they have what? Does God want you to have influence? How are you going to get it? Now what the church thinks, the church thinks, I'm going to get influenced by being more spiritual. Now get this straight. Your spirituality gains you influence in the goldfish bowl called the church. In here, if you can preach, if you can teach, if you're good at playing the keyboards, the drums, the guitar, if you can sing, you can pray. Shundai, Shundai, tie my bow tie. The most spiritual person, right? If you're a theologian, you can quote the Bible from Job to Malahatchee. If you're, if you're. <laughs> in the goldfish bowl, in the what? The goldfish bowl. The church is just the goldfish bowl. I'm popular in the goldfish boat. (laughs) When there's a whole world out there. There's a sea out there. So your spirituality gains you no influence in the marketplace. They don't care that you can speak in tongues. They don't care that you live for God. They don't care that you go to church. Come on, somebody help me with this. The world only cares about one word. One word gets you influence in the world, and that's it. What is it? What is it? What is it? That's it. I don't want to be successful. Then that means you want to have no influence. And this 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 is some of the stupidity that we've been taught. That we just gather here 
and we, we build the goldfish bowl bigger. And that somehow if we pray harder, fast, seek God, quote some scriptures. How many know confession without action is delusional? That somehow the world's just going to come in. Maybe God's got a new evangelism tool. Maybe it's success. Well, we want to reach the young people. My greatest following of young people are, are, are this group right over here from 19 to 33 years old. Why? Because what do they want? They want success. They want to do something big with their life. Dr. J here. For 31 years, I've been recording how people from all walks of life started with nothing, often less than nothing, and became self-made millionaires. This research was organized into a simple formula that takes an hour a day for 11 days to complete. Not only was this what helped me eliminate $180,000 of credit card debt while building the life of my dreams, but I'm so confident that this will work for you that I've done something special. I'm giving you a free access to the financial fast track formula. While this is a $1,200 program, if you can say at the end of your experience that you now have the blueprint to drastically increase your income, you can keep the program for only $97 instead of the original $1,200 price tag. If not, simply cancel on day 12, no questions asked. Plus, you can keep the materials just my way of saying thank you for giving it a shot. Obviously, I can't offer this special for long, so make sure you go to 83knation.com formula and get on the fast track to skyrocketing your income today. I want you to write this down. People love success. People love success. I was laughing. They were, do you guys know Conor McGregor? The UFC fighter? Uh, I mean, that guy's successful, right? I mean, at what he does. At what he does. Uh, He was being interviewed on Fox News by, uh, uh, who's the the guy? uh, The late night guy at 9 o'clock. Sean Hannity. He's being interviewed by him. Because he was promoting one of his alcohol brands, basically. You know, they come on TV to, they got something to promote. And he was interviewing him and going on and on. And, and I was watching because I, anytime there's a champion on, I'm, I'm there to listen. Right? And the show ends. And then uh, Laura Ingram is the next person. Now, this is a girl who's a conservative Christian has conservative Christian values. Has what? And she opens up and says, and she's all white in the face. Like, I just love, I just love McGregor. I just love him. I just love him. Does anybody see the hypocrisy in that? I'm like, wait a minute. 
He, he, makes, a sailor who, he makes a sailor who cusses, cusses all the time, he makes a sailor look good. He drops F-bombs 39 times in every paragraph. Yeah. He, he's an alcoholic, practically, and he beats people up. But she what? She loves him. She loves him. What does she love? He's a winner. Then I talked to guys. You know, I'm from Tampa Bay. We had, we had Brady in. So, Brady on the mind. Everybody you talk to, oh, Brady's a goat. He's a goat. We love Brady. We love Brady. I'm like, you don't know who he is. He could be a child molester. For all you don't know, a single thing about these people. But you say you love them. LeBron James. Oh, if you're a basketball guy. Ah, oh, man. LeBron James. He's the GOAT. I love him. Why? Do you love him? What's the word? God understands this, you guys. Ain't nobody out there saying they love you because of your spirituality. Do we need to be spiritual? Oh, yeah. Spirituality is our secret sauce. God is our secret sauce. Come on, somebody clap. Isn't that right? He's, he is our secret sauce. He gives us the competitive advantage to win. But we got to understand that this is important. Now, guys, I'm going to say something that's going to make you mad. How many single guys we got? Single guys? Okay. If you're a man, you are defined. Listen to this. Men, you are defined by whether or not you're a success or not. Now, I know that may make you mad. But, it does, but if the cat gets rubbed the wrong way, let the cat turn. You are defined, whether you like it or not. Well, I'm, I'm not defined by success. I'm defined by God. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. God loves you. and God, God, God loves you. Absolutely. But down here on earth, people, people identify you by your success as a man. Now, women is different. Women are identified by their beauty. So a little side note, women, look as good as you possibly can. I know you don't like it. I don't like that that's the case. It doesn't matter what you like. It's what the men like. Come on. Esther wasn't getting no attention by the king. Until she went out there and put on her royal robes and she struck a pose. <laughs> Naomi told Ruth, there's a rich man. <laughs> Did you hear that rich? His name is Boaz, not broke as Boaz. My 
my daughter, my daughter. She's 30-some years old. She's still not married. But boy, has she brought some characters home. Boy, oh boy. Because she's got the, she, she, I said, I asked the guy, I'll sit down and ask the guy, you got a job? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> and I sit down with my daughter, I said, what do you see in this guy? And she tells me, she says, he's got a nice butt. She loves butts. I don't know why. And I set her down. I said, baby, baby, come, baby, I love you. I said, you're looking in the right direction. But trust daddy. Every man's butt will face the gravitational force and they will all go flat over a period of time. Am I right, ladies? Come on, give, give him a few years. and. <laughs> and I said, baby, you're looking in the right direction. Because that's where his wallet is. That will make you happy. That will take care of you. And guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, success looks good on every man. You can be ugly, but if you're successful, you'll get a beautiful chip. You'll have your pick, guys. I'm telling you, any chick you want. Just make sure you pick the right one. Y'all having fun tonight? So what am I stirring? I'm stirring the ambers of I want to be successful. Men, you have to be. You have to be successful. You have to have that inner passion. I want to be successful for God. So I can glorify him on this earth. Proverbs 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man who excels in what he does? That man shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before unknown men. Come on now. What's he saying? Success will cause you to go to the top. You want to talk to presidents? You better build something. Wow. Interesting scripture, isn't it? Everybody say excel. excel. What does excel mean? It means to thrust beyond the average man. And here's the cool thing. Is you don't have to do much to be great today. Because the world's full of mediocrity. The world's full of anti-success. All you got to do is birth a desire. Everybody say desire. I'm trying to stir a desire inside of you to become successful because you can't be anything you don't have an intense desire for. And some of you, success has been beaten right out of you. God needs you spiritual and he needs you successful. Come on, somebody clap. He needs you both. Man, when I, when, I was, 
when I started learning all this stuff, man, it was a, it was a game changer in my life. Now, it's interesting, Ecclesiastics on the other side. We see that a man who excels will do great. But then Ecclesiastics says this. It says, now there was found in a city a poor wise man. Who, what was he? And he by his wisdom delivered the city, yet nobody what? Remembered that same what? Poor man. Then I said, wisdom is better than strength. Nonetheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. Whoa. When I saw that scripture, I realized two things for myself. If I don't become successful, there's two things that are going to happen. Number one, people are not going to listen to me. Number two, talking about significance. Woo, significance. Leaving a legacy. That's called being remembered. And if you are the poor wise man, you will not be remembered your words will not be heard. And I'm like, man, that's what I want. I want to leave a legacy so I cannot be a poor wise man. And it's part of the reason the church, the world's not fighting the church anymore. The world is ignoring the church. Why? Because they're looking at the church and they're like, we're tired of hearing your sermons. We're tired of hearing your theology. We are not impressed. We don't want to hear no more. We want to see it. Show me your sermon of success. Then I'll pay attention. Come on, think on that. Touch your neighbor and say, show me your sermon. Show me your sermon. What's your, what's your life sermon preaching to others? Not what you say. I found this out. What, uh, Bishop, I, I don't like to, please, forgive me if it feels like I'm going to brag a little bit. I'm not trying to do that. I want to try to make a point. Testify. Testify. That's okay. Testify. I'm going to testify. <laughs> so my wife and I, we've always had, we've always had this dream of being on the water. On the, Gulf of, on the Gulf of Mexico. That's been our dream. We started 32 years ago on the water. When I was successful, my, my journey is I was successful, came to God, became poor. Because <laughs> I got brainwashed by the church. Then I had a great awakening, like I'm talking to you right now. Like, oh, wait a minute. I, should, I, got, I need to not only be a spiritual guy, because I had a big desire to be spiritual, but my, my desire for success went. <laughs> but I need to have desire for both. Everybody say desire for both. These would be high, high, high. So then we went through this big journey. I'm like, I, I'm carrying this dream of being on the water. And then I went to Bahamas. I'm like, man, this is the life, man. And I fed the desire. Touch a neighbor, say, you got to feed desire. If you don't feed desire, it goes away. Yeah. And hanging out with people who have successful desires. 
who are going somewhere. It stirs you. That's why I hate family gatherings. I can't take it. Hey, how you doing? Fine. I was telling somebody at our family gathering. Oh, I was, I was, I was telling you too. At our family gathering, all of the young, all of my nieces and nephews, we, we, we have a family gathering. All my family, like, remember I got a word about my family? Okay, at our family gatherings, all my family sat over in the corner around the table. And I sat on the opposite side of the house. And all my niece and nephews gather around Uncle Keith. You know why? They don't respect them, but they respect Uncle Keith. They, they, they want something more than my prosperity. They want my principles. They want me to teach them how I did it. Come on, somebody help me here. You with me? So here we are. I have this dream. And my wife and I, we, we buy this house on the water. Completely debt free. We pay cash. Phew. Beautiful house on the water, three stories high. The, the house is so high in the air, we had to get a special ordinance from the, from the area, they said, to be able to build a house that high. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy how high it is. And, uh, and God bless me. And so we got this new house. We just moved into it. And it needs stuff. Like, it needs painting inside. It needs some renovation inside. And my wife and I were like, we got we to gotta get this done before we move in because this standard is not at our level of standard. And we understood that before we bought it. And so we have all these painters coming inside. And they, they come and they see my cars out front because, you know, when you move, you still got to have stuff in the, in, the, in the garage. So three of my cars are outside. They see a Corvette. They see the BMW 750i. They see the Mercedes out there. Then they see my Sea Ray boat in the back. They're, they're seeing all this. And, and the painters, they sent like 25 people to my house. Now, you know painters, right? I mean, no, no kick to the curb on painters, but all of them have tattoos on their faces. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're some rough dudes. You can tell. Look, Some of them look like they just got out of prison. I, ain't no judgments on me. I, I love those kind of folks. And, and, and so I'm there, and I come in the house, and guess what? All, all of them, and they're all, they're all younger guys. They're all like, man, man, what, what do you do? <laughs> and, 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 and then they all stand attention. And I say, I say, hey, guys, come on, come here. Let me, let me, let me share with you. And all of them wanted to know what I do. How did you get this? You see, success is an evangelism tool. I didn't have to go to them. They come to me. And I said, oh, well, let me, let me start off with this. Um, I love this book. And I, I was, and I could tell, just before we had this conversation, one guy dropped pot out of his, out of, he had these big shorts on, dropped pot down on my stair steps. And I said, hey, bro, you, 
you dropped some marijuana. I didn't go report him to his boss. I said, hey, bro, you dropped some pot on the, <laughs> you got a couple gummy bears down there, bro. <laughs> and, and they all gathered around. And I said, let me tell you something, guys. I was an alcoholic, drug addict. I told him my story. And I said, the key to success, if you, you can have all this, guys, every single one of you are probably smarter than what I am. You can have all this, but God is my secret sauce. And you need to give your heart to God, surrender your heart to God, and there's no telling where God could take some of you guys. Let me pray with you for a minute. Just bow your head. I'm telling you, God could do the same thing for you guys. I said, would you pray for us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you pray for me? You see, that, that's what I'm talking about. If you're not number one, see, the first goal that you should have is to love God with all your heart. But your second goal needs to be, wait a minute, I am a minister in the marketplace. And I've got to be the best. Because if I'm not number one, nobody's going to listen to me. Are you getting this? So I'm, I'm pounding this home inside of you because if you don't get this point, moving you next to the next point. Bishop, am I doing all right? So, okay, good. Um, so, once you see this triangle, all of us start off at the bottom. Struggle. How many of you started off in your 20s with struggle? Raise your hand. After struggle, you, your goal is to move out of struggle. This is paycheck to paycheck living. To go to what? Success. But then you want to go to what? Super successful. This, this is the people I'm talking about. These people are number one at what they do. Super successful. Then what's the next level? Now, Here's what I want to warn you about. A lot of the preachers will talk about what? Significance and leaving a legacy. But it's the wrong focus. You don't have any kind of legacy to leave until you become successful or super successful. So when an older gentleman and, and I have this in my life. I have, I have Bishop, I have Bishop Bart, I have, I have John Kelly, I, I, I have some other, I have some like super, I mean multi, multi, multi-millionaires. You get around them, they start talking about significance because that's the phase they're in. You get this? And then what a lot of people get messed up in, oh, I'm just gonna be spiritual so I can leave significance. No, your goal has to be success first. And then you have something to leave behind to others. You got that?